Podcast, you know, you can ask Alexa, like, Alexa, why don't you go ahead and play the Speak Life Now radio show? And it's going to come up. You see what I'm saying? Or you could just download um, the app or anywhere that you're getting your um, podcast from, and you can listen to it all the time. It's, I think this might be episode 122. I'm not sure. But, I mean, it's a lot there. So you might always want to go back, and no matter which one you pick, it's going to be the right one for what you're going through that day. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's go into prayer. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for this amazing day. Thank you, dear Lord. Hallelujah that I woke up in your presence today. Thank you for every listener that's out there today. Hallelujah that you woke them up today. It wasn't the alarm clock. It was you that woke them up. Hallelujah. Lord, we want to thank you. Welcome. All hallelujah. Welcome, Holy Spirit, into this broadcast. Hallelujah. Plead the blood of Jesus over this airways and anywhere that's listening, that it will not hinder this word that's coming forth today. Hallelujah, Lord. I thank you. Thank you, thank you in your precious name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Once again, thank you all for pushing play to listen, um, for looking at me on YouTube, or if you're just listening from the um, from the app, or however, if you how are you listening? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you for all those that have been sharing the broadcast with others. I really, really appreciate it. I, I, I welcome all the new listeners that are on, and I hope that something is said today. And I already know that something's going to be said today that's going to push you further, encourage you. This is what I want to encourage you. This is the Speak Life Now radio show. Sometimes I have to come up with a word of correction, but it still is encouragement. It's like, oh, this is where I was missing it at, right? But today, we're going to talk about tag. It's going to be part of the grow. Like last, last week, we talked about go, grow, glow. 
Glory to God, right? But this week we're going to talk about go, but we're going to talk about it in a different way. So now that you don't went through some things and you have grown through some things and you are now glowing, then here you go. It's time to go again. So it's like you're going to keep this cycle going, right? But the title is going to be called Tag. And the reason why I'm going to call it Tag, so the other day I was, where I live is a lot of railroad tracks. And um, I was sitting there and there was a train coming through and I was sitting there looking at the train. And the Holy Spirit directed me to look at, he said, look at all the tags that's on that train. You know, the artwork that people would do. And let them know. Let you, I mean, of course, it's probably not legal to do it. But I'm just saying. So I'm sitting there looking at it. And it was all these different tags on the different boxcars on the bottom. And the Lord just said, just look at that. You don't even know where the tag originated from. Because it's, it's on something that's moving. Right? It's moving. It's moving. That's one type of tag. The other type of tag we see on social media all the time. You might tag somebody on something or um, and so that way that word could go out further to keep it moving, right? To keep it moving like that train. So when somebody tag you on something, it's not that they're, um, yeah, they want you to see it. They might, might be thinking about you like, oh, this is a good word for them. This might help to encourage them. But it's also that to keep that word moving. So then you might tag somebody else. You see what I mean? That's how that social media thing works. But if we can use social media, come on here. We can use the social media, hallelujah, to, to do the, to do your, to do assignments. But it's depending on where your passion is, right? Before we get into the scripture, the scripture we're going to be talking about is Mark 16. But I listened to, I listened to this, um, it was a TED talk, I think. TED Talks, but the young man name was Simon Sinek, S-I-N-E-K, Simon Sinek, S-I-N-E-K, and you can look him up, I saw him on YouTube, but it was part of training, actually, with the um, hotel group, with Hilton, and it was just part of things for leadership, you just sign up for all this free stuff, so it's free, I'm going to sign up, but I listened to him, and you know how a lot of times you see why, you, you see the question about what is your why? Why? Why are you doing the thing? And what he did was he said that some people operate from the outside in and that other people operate from the inside out. And what he did, he drew three circles. I got it on this paper. You probably can't see it. But he drew three circles. A circle and then another circle on the inside and then another circle. So it was three circles and then one was on the inside. So the smallest circle in the middle was a Y. He wrote down W-H-Y. The next circle, he wrote down how, H-O-W. And then the other circle, he wrote down what. And a lot of times, people will um, operate in uh, in entrepreneurship, um, ministry, um, your personal life, on what, what you got to do. And then they was like, how I'm going to do it. And then they get back, oh, why I'm going to do it. But he was saying that 34% of the people in America or in the world, only 34% think this way. It's about your thinking. They think about the why first and then the how and what. 
And if you take take that, and I'm, I want y'all to listen to me because I'm going somewhere with this when we're getting into this go. We're keeping something moving, right? The why we do a thing. He used illustration about Apple. He said Apple is a computer company, right? And he said they're a computer company, but because they don't just talk about the what they are and how they do it, they talk about the why. And that why part goes into the area of the listener, of the consumer. So they be like, oh, it's going to be, it's going to um take less time or it's going to be, it's more innovative. I better do these things. That's the why. So they go to that passion point, right? Come on here. Then he talked about, he talked about Martin Luther King. And that's the one I want to talk about right here. He talked about Martin Luther King. He said Martin Luther King was not the only one that um was dealing with civil rights. He was the only one that got, you know, got beat and all that during that time. He wasn't the only one that could talk. He was a great orator. He wasn't the only one. But because he had, he, he operated in the area of the why of the passion. He stayed right there in the why. Yeah, he knew what they needed to do. They tried to figure out how to do it, but he but he focused on the why. And he said this, and I thought this was key. He said Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King did not come with a 12-point plan. He presented, he said, I have a dream. Hallelujah. That was his why. I have a dream. And people else was like, oh yeah, I have a dream too. Right? So I'm talking to my brothers and sisters in Christ today. Hallelujah. Tag. Okay? Tag. Remember when we was in when we was kids and we played tag, right? We played tag and said, tag, you're it. And then they had to run and run and run. The next person had to run and try to tag somebody else. Cause then they were it. So what I'm gonna say to you is tag. Get into the why. Why are you in ministry? Why? Not what you do and how you do it, but why you doing it. Look at the why. Everything you approach from this day forward, if it's your business, if it's your personal life, raising your children, ministry, whatever it is. Instead of saying what it is and how, why I'm doing a thing. Why? What's your passion in that? Why do you really want to do that? What What is your drive? Because if you focus on your why, the people that is needed for the why will show up. Not on the what you're doing, not on the how, but why am I in ministry? Why do I have a podcast? Why do I have a counseling business? Why do I write the book? Why? What's the passion behind it? Because if you can dig, dig into the passion, the passion for me in writing the book, all or nothing, was I did not want anyone else to go through what I went through. I wanted to expose and shine the light, shine the light on even more about what goes on in domestic violence. And if you don't deal with it, how it just can um, continue into every area of your life. So yeah, you might be been abused in one area, but if you don't deal with that thing, you're gonna carry that same same. You're gonna draw that same spirit back. It, it might it may not come from a husband. It may come from an employer. It might even come from a pastor. That's what I wanted to show in that book because they, I don't want nobody else to go through what I went through because I had absolutely no idea that. 
that type of thing would even happen in these other. I didn't know at the time that I was actually drawing that to me because I hadn't been delivered. There were some things that were still going on in me. See, that's the why. That's why when I talk about it, like the, some of the things I really want to do, the passion, the why, because of what I went through. When I had, yeah, I had a friend that helped me, but I noticed there wasn't a lot of shelter. There wasn't a lot of safe places for for people that had been abused and domestic violence to go during that time. Actually, it, it wasn't even against the law to be raped by your husband until 1991. But I had been raped for years prior to that. You see what I'm saying? See, that, that's a why. So, if you're in ministry or in your business and you wonder why is it not growing? Because you're probably focusing on the what you're doing and how you're doing it and the forgot about why you're doing it. So we're going to talk about Hallelujah Mark 16. Since we're just coming off of Resurrection Sunday and Hallelujah and everybody's preaching about the tomb is empty. Jesus got up, you get up. Well, once you get up, so we, 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 I, oh, hallelujah. Once you get up, there's something to do. You're not going to just get up and say, oh, I got up. No, you got up to do something because he left instructions. Oh, let me just go ahead on down here. Woo, hallelujah. And before I get to this, death, burial, resurrection. We, we talk about the death all the time. So something that people say, this certain things got to die. We know that we hear that all over and over. It's like certain things got to die. I got certain, certain fleshly things just got to die. But in that dying phase, then you got to bury it. That stuff got to be buried. It got to be gone forever. And then when you get up, resurrection, like you said, now get up. Well, if you're getting up, come on here. If you're getting up, all those fleshly desires should have been Dealt with. They should be dead and buried. Dead and buried. Now, you're getting up. You're getting up in power with empowerment. And the empowerment is just not for you. It's for you to go. It's telling you to go. You say, what, what, what? I'm going to read it. 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 read it. Because I'm getting, getting excited here. Mark 16. Hallelujah. Let's see how much I'm going to read. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and read. I, I don't want to read the entire chapter. I want y'all to go back and read the entire chapter. I want y'all to go back and read the entire chapter. But we're going to focus on tag, right? Tags. Tags are moving. Tags keep things going. So now that you done got up. What you going to do? It said right here when Jesus in verse 9, he had already shown himself to Mary, Magdalene, mother, the, the mother of James, Mary, the mother of James and other ladies. And um, let me see. Let me just go ahead and read it because I don't say that out of order. So Mark 16. Starting here, first chapter book. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, mother, Mary the mother of James, and other women brought spices so they might go and anoint Jesus' body. Very early, early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb and they asked each other, 
who would roll the stone away from the entrance. They were trying to figure out, well, how did the stone, we're going to move this stone. But when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene, who was crucified. He has risen, and he's not here. See the place where they laid him? But go tell his disciples and Peter, and Peter, he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There will you see him just as he told you. Hallelujah. Trembling and bewildered, the women went out and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone, but they were afraid. Hallelujah. When Jesus rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven seven demons. Come on here. She went and told those who had been with him and who were mourning and weeping when they heard that Jesus was alive and that he had seen them. They didn't believe him. See, that? See, Jesus already told them what, they was gonna do, what he was going to do. And he probably told you some things that he's going to do. Some people ain't going to believe you. Some people not going to believe it. Some people not going to believe it. But that don't, mean, that don't mean it ain't true. Right? Afterwards, Jesus appeared in a different form to two of them while they were walking in the country. The these returned and reported it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. See, they still ain't believing. What what things have Jesus told you and you still not believe? Later, Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe. It's his stubborn refusal to believe those who he has seen, who had seen him after he had risen. He said to them, go, come on here. This is what I want to focus on. Tag somebody. See, you, you know, got up, resurrected, things, the, 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 the fleshly things, you know, that we don't talked about, the worm and the fruit. We don't talk about all that. All that. We talked about all that. So, you know, some things done died there. It's buried forever. Now you resurrected. You don't, you know, went through the things. You're now growing and you're glowing. But now you got to go back and go. Go back to the goat. Tag somebody. He said to them, go into all the world. Hallelujah. And preach the gospel to all creation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, come on here. He said to them, go into all the world. And preach the gospel to all creation. God has made a way where we can preach. Now, yeah, we're going to preach in, in, in person, in the church, in the church format, in the four walls of the church. Then you can preach out in the streets. But right now, how many people, more people are listening and hearing Hallelujah, me now with this this medium right here this media with the with the um uh, YouTube with the podcast with the internet radio it's reaching it's far reaching than the far walls of the church he said go hallelujah into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation to all creation. Not just your people, not just your family, to all creation. Go. That was the command. So you don't, you, since you have gotten up, I'm trying to make sure I say everything correctly. Since you have gotten up, go. Tag somebody. Tell them about that love that, that you never knew before like
like you like the song that was playing him again. I never, 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 never knew love like this before. Never. Go ahead and tell them about it. Tell them the things that you was in. Testify. Hallelujah. Share, share the gospel. Tell them the good news. Hallelujah. That they were sick. They don't have to be sick no more. Why? Because the stripes of Jesus. Because everything that Jesus did. And then when he got up in empowerment. Now we get up with the same empowerment. So what we're going to do is just stand around. Like, like, like this and say, oh, I got the power. Like, remember that song back there? Got the power. You got the power. What you doing with it? You standing there gloating. I got this. I got great revelation. I got the knowledge. I can. I hear God. I see God. God showing me. I got the power. But you ain't laying hands on the sick. You're not doing any of those things. You got to go. You got to go. You got to get back to your why. Why are you in ministry? Why did you create that product? Why did you write that book? Why did you say, I'm going to get married to this person? Why? Well, yeah, you had love. Or why? What was what was that reasoning for it? Why, why, why did you want to join together? Why? Where, where's that passion? Where's that why? Remember I said that um, Simon says, Simon Sinek, I think I'm saying it right. He said, Martin Luther, Dr. Martin Luther King was not selling a 12-point plane. He was sharing a dream. He said, I have a dream. I have a dream. What is your why? Why you stop tagging? Why you stop going? Then why did you get discouraged? It doesn't matter. Even if it's one person. Hallelujah. I'm talking to a great friend of mine recently. He's like, don't even worry about the numbers. Because even if one person... Listen, and that person changed the lives of millions. Come on, here. You obey God. Hallelujah. What is your why? Why did you start your podcast? Why, why, why did you start a ministry? Why did you start the nonprofit? Why did you say, I want to raise, have children? Why? Well, what's the reason for it? Is it because everybody else was doing this thing? Or God told you, gave you a plan, and you was like, we had that zeal at first, and running, say, like, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. I know I had some hiccups with my nonprofit. At first, I was like, Lord, what is going on here? And still, sometimes I might get a little bit discouraged. But I'm going to continue because I got to get back to the why. Why was Speak Life Now created? Why do I have to speak life now radio show? And why did I start that on the the on the um internet radio? Because somebody heard a message about the power of words <clears throat> and put me on. And now it's on seven days a week. Somewhere on the internet. Going everywhere, right? From one message that was put up on Social media, and he heard it. Did which led to a couple of years later the podcast. Then, then and also the nonprofit came with it. The books, different things that has happened. But I have to make sure I stay focused in that area of the why. Because they said only 34%, and those are the most successful people in the world. They operate from the inside out versus the outside in. 
They, they, that's how they think. They think differently. Why are they doing a thing? Why, 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 why are you doing this investment? Because you know that you're going to reach so many more people around the world. Get the gospel out around the world. Around the world. He said, go. Come on here. He said, go. Hallelujah. Into all the world. And preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. But our job is to go into all around all the world and preach the gospel in every way that he has given us. He has given us many platforms to utilize, to get the word out. Yeah, it might be convenient. It may be fun, social media at times, but really, if you are on assignment and God has given you assignment within the fivefold ministry, you need to go. Hallelujah! Especially if you are an evangelist, you 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 got to go. You got to get out there and go and use whatever way that God have you to use. But He has certain platforms that's free, so answer Him. Look back at your why. Did you creep over into what you're doing and how you're doing it? You, you're doing certain things, but why? I'm talking to myself, too. Because when I looked at that, um, and I encourage you guys to, yes, read the Word of God, of course. But also, get other knowledge. Get other knowledge so you can learn, because God gonna use the word of God and this other and the other knowledge that He leads you to. He gonna assimilate it, and you are gonna be able to see both, because He because He said, "Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus." So how was Jesus thinking? Jesus came on assignment and stayed in Hallelujah, the lane of the why. He knew why He was here. Even when, when, when he was trying to be pulled the other way, pulled this way, and they was like, no, no, you can't go to the crowd. No, 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 no. He knew his why, and he stayed on his why. He didn't get into the what and the how. He, was, he knew that he came for all of for me and for you. And you and you and you, and you 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 too. He, he focused, stayed focused on his why. Now, it's our job since we never, hallelujah, knew a love like this. Hallelujah. I, oh, maybe it's just me. I know I have never, 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 never knew a love like this, Lord. Lord, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for showing me your love, Lord. Thank you. Maybe it's just me. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because I never knew a love like this. But now he said he gave some commands. He, You want to know what your assignment is? The first thing to do is to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creation. Now, do you mean you will be in the pulpit? No. But your pulpit and your platform is your walk every day. It can be at the gas station. I know I always use that illustration. At the grocery store. 
It could be while you on the treadmill and you get ready to get up and go get some water and you see somebody over there, Lord tell you to go over there and talk to them. It could be on your job. Yeah, it could be at the family reunion. You never know how God going to use you. When you say, Lord, use me, Lord. Yes, Lord. When you say yes, hallelujah. When you say yes, mm, go ahead on tag someone. Tag is a moving. You're moving. He didn't say, get up and stop. Did he say, um, did he say, uh, death, burial, resurrection, and then stop? No, go into all the world. That was his instruction. You waiting on the instruction? That's it. Go ahead and read it for yourself. Mark 16, 15 first. Mark 16. I was reading out of the NIV. Hallelujah. As you guys go into this week, remember to speak life over yourself. Speak life over your family. Speak life over your neighborhood. Speak life over this nation. Hallelujah. The key to it all is to speak life now. And continue to confess or declare. God, continue to surprise me. Hallelujah. With your goodness for the rest of my life. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you again for listening. I really, 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 really appreciate it. Go ahead and share this with somebody. And, and, and ask the Lord, if you haven't, if you don't feel that love, like I'm, t- whoo, ask him, say, Lord, I know you're not a respecter of people. What, what is Dr. Lisa Speak Life talking about? This love like she never knew before. Let me experience it. Just ask him for it. He'll give it to you. Okay? I'll talk to y'all again next week. Bye-bye.